Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello there. This is your host, Dr. Deb Carlin, here at the K Factor, where K equals kindness, and the factors are all the things that lead to it. It's a really kind day out here in the winter of 2015 in the heart of the country in St. Louis, Missouri, where we are having a beautiful morning snowfall. In my opinion, we haven't had enough snow this year. I mean, for crying out loud, it is winter. It is supposed to be cold and snowy. When else do you get to bundle up and wear several layers (laughs) and have a great excuse to drink hot cocoa? Not in the summer. Certainly not here in the summer. So whatever it is you're doing and wherever it is you are, I hope you're enjoying the weather. And the most important thing to remember about the weather is that the only time that you should be complaining about the weather is when you can't experience it. The weather is just a beautiful part of life, and it reminds us of all the cycles in this gorgeous life. You know, like, aren't relationships an awful lot like the weather? Sometimes they're hot and steamy, and other times they are cold and icy, Sometimes they are violent, and sometimes they are really calm and really quiet. Yeah, so think about that when you're complaining about the weather. Maybe the weather is a reflection of how you're feeling, and feeling not prompted by the weather, but just as though the weather was a mirror for your soul, or for your heart, or for your mind activity. Hmm, always something to think about. And today, in addition to thinking about that, I'm also thinking about Tina Turner because today's theme is what's kindness got to do with it? I love Tina Turner's song, What's Love Got to Do With It? Here is a woman who exemplifies Build the Strength Within. She had rugged terrain. If you've read her story, If you've heard her story, if you've seen the movie of her life, you'll know that hers has not by any stretch been a golden charmed life. She is a gal who has really worked for everything that she's got, and she is one heck of a powerful human being. I really absolutely admire Tina Turner. And the real question is, what does love have to do with it? does love have to do with it in terms of our relationships and our connections? And I'm going to add on to that, that our song here asks the same of kindness. Hmm, why? Well, kindness, if we don't have kindness at the core of everything, we get lost. If we don't have love at the core of everything, we really get lost. Think about how many times people get hung up on telling someone that they love them. (laughs) Why do we do that? Why do we do that? Why do we make it so complicated to say to somebody, oh my gosh, I just love you, and allow the exuberance of our heart and our thoughts to just pour forth? People get into so much trouble in romantic and dating relationships, don't they? Because, oh, did they say I love you yet? Has the person said I love you? Oh, I want to say I love you. Oh, I don't want to scare the person away. Stop it. If you love someone, just belt it out. Just tell them, I really love you. I think you're wonderful. You're spectacular. 
if somebody's going to run away from you, it's not going to be because you tell them that you love them. It's going to be because you're like an octopus trying to smother them with eight arms with suction cups on them. (laughs) That's when people take slight from love. If you're fun and joyful and upbeat, people don't run away from you unless there's something really wrong with them and you don't want to be with that person anyway. And it's the same with kindness. Are you afraid to extend your kindness to people? Are you afraid that they're going to turn around and run away from you? Are you afraid that if you are kind to somebody, that they're going to think that you're manipulative and you're only being kind to get your way, that you have some sort of a hidden agenda? If you, in your own skin, know that you are of goodness in heart, in mind, in spirit, and your overall intention, then you don't have anything to be afraid of when it comes to being the very best version of you. And that's what my work is all about. On Build the Strength Within, on the cover of the book, I'm standing there with my hands up in the air saying, hey, come on, build the strength within. I'm trying to encourage you to think along these lines, to create the blueprint for your best life yet. Stop and think about this just for a moment here with me. Are you living the best life that you can have yet? I'm living a life that I love, but it is it is it really my best life yet? No. It's my best life today, given who I am and where I've been and where I'm at, what my readiness factors are all over the place. But Partners in Excellence was formed. I formed that company because I want to partner with my clients. I want to partner with people in this life to reach, consistently reach for excellence. We don't get to excellence. We don't get to achievement, to a place of achievement and reaching our goals by just sitting there wishing, hoping, thinking. No, you have to engage in order to do the work so that you'll arrive. And it is the same in terms of getting the best life yet. I blueprint everything that I want to work on because if I don't, I don't really have a tangible view of my roadmap and I might get lost. I mean, you're using your GPS in the car, right? Or you're using your GPS when you're out taking a walk. And back in the olden days, we used to pull out a map book that was paper that cartographers would draw upon, and they would create a map for us, for, for us, and we would follow that map. That's what a blueprint does for you. It's a map that you can follow. The beauty of it is I give you the categories, and you fill it in according to things that I ask you to ask yourself about. And it just make, makes things so clear. I have a desire for myself, just like I do for everybody in my midst. I want to be the the very best version of me, the the version that our creator, whatever that source is, God, Buddha, Abba, Mother Nature, the universe, whatever that is, in addition to your mom and your dad, who created you. I want to have a life of purpose that these people, these beings are proud of. 
I want to try to discover what is the best version of me, Dr. Deb Carlin. So if I'm going to do that, if I am going to try to do that, can I do that outside the context of love? Absolutely not. So what does love have to do with it? Well, in this case, on this topic, what love has to do with it is if I don't love myself enough to carve out the time and the space and the energy in order to be able to sit and think and reflect and look at who I am on the outside as well as the inside and ponder my feelings and my thoughts and what I'm doing and where I've been and where I'm headed and where I want to head. Where do I want to land? Who do I want to be around? Who do I want to spend my day with? How do I want to spend each day? If I don't love myself enough to do that, if I am not kind enough to me to allow that, how in the world is it ever going to happen? Is it going to happen just by luck? Some people talk about luck and being lucky. There is an element of good fortune, without a doubt. I feel very blessed that I was born to the mother and the father that I was born to. That was not up to me. That was up to a source who has some divine plan. And I feel very fortunate and blessed. Was it luck? I don't know. I think it's luck maybe when you're at the casino and you win a game of, I don't know, what do they play there? Whatever it is. Or you're at the slot machine or you're playing bingo or something. That seems to me to be like luck. But life, what I know from the work that I do as a psychologist for decades is that people who are counting on luck are living a life of happenstance and they are missing an opportunity to create a plan. Now, listen very carefully to this. Just because you create a plan is no guarantee that that plan is going to unfold the way that you intend. We have to create a plan and then pay very close attention. As the road takes a turn here and there or part of the road crumbles or there's a massive snowfall and the road gets slippery and slick or there's rain and we can't see so well, there's all kinds of things that land on our path in this life. But as many wise people have said, it is not about what life hands you or what life delivers to you or what life puts on your path that matters. What really matters is how you deal with it. What do you do with whatever it is that you are given? So in the midst of that, what does it mean? What's kindness got to do with it? There isn't a single person, there isn't a single human being that doesn't understand kindness and have a desire for it, that doesn't understand the craving for love of self, for others, and from others. These are elements of the experience of life that is a common thread between all of us, and it's beauty-filled. But we have to be kind enough in order to allow the time for it to bubble up, 
to take shape, to cultivate it. You know, it was funny. I um, I had a phone call from a, a a very good friend last night, who was in the process of reading "Build the Strength Within," <laughs> and said, "I just had to call you and tell you that I'm on page. I think he said he was on page 62, and he wanted to know if I remembered what was on page 62. Which, by the way, I think is pretty funny because I don't." know exactly what's on every single page. And by the way, he was on the wrong page. Anyway, as he was in the book, I was he was on the part that is talking about work-life integration. And what he was referring to is a story that I tell that is, of course, a true story, where I was making... An, an initial recognition of what happens when you are in a business deal and somebody says to you, hey, listen, don't worry about it. It's nothing personal. It's just business. <laughs> and what I write about is that every single time I have heard that from somebody, I was about to get nailed. They were about to pull some form of the rug out from underneath me and cheat me in some way, mistreat me in some way, maneuver the deal in some way that was not balanced and not 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 fair and was really devoid of kindness and certainly love, absolutely and 100%. And people do that. They divorce themselves from the personal component when they want to nail you for their own personal selfish gain and there's no way to soften it there's no way to put it in any other terms that's just the reality of it and here's the punchline if anybody says that to you you look at them square on and remind them bring it right up to the surface as you're sitting there or standing there or lying there whatever you're doing being injured and say out loud do not pretend that business is not personal. Business is completely personal. When we get hired, we are happy. We feel great. Our ego is boosted. We feel good about ourselves. Our self-esteem is elevated. Our self-image is more positive. All kinds of good things happen. When we get a bonus, when we get an award, when we get a reward, when we get a good performance review, when we get a compliment, it's very personal. And by the way, when you get reprimanded, when you get fired, or when you can't get hired, whether you're an independent consultant, an entrepreneur, or you're an employee or a wannabe employee, and you can't get hired, tell me that it's not real personal how it feels for you. You feel dejected and rejected and stupid and ugly and unqualified and unappreciated and depressed. What is not personal about that? It's very personal. We need to thread kindness through everything that we do. And that doesn't mean that you're some namby-pamby, milk-toast, no backbone, never stand up for anything, never shout, never get angry, never yell at anybody. No, we are still human beings. But having consideration 
in the midst of whatever it is that we're doing is absolutely a goal for all of us. So in our business deals, I love that Stephen Covey wrote about the win-win scenario. We need to incorporate that into the middle of exactly where it is we live and lead with that so we have a win-win agenda no matter what it is that we're doing, no matter what it is that we are doing. Think of all the times when you have been on the receiving end of somebody wanting to leverage whatever it was, over you. And how did that make you feel? How about the times when you wanted to leverage over somebody else? Have you ever put yourself into the position of thinking about the times when you were demoralizing or demeaning or intimidating somebody for one particular gain, where was the kindness in the midst of that? And I'm not I'm not speaking to you as a person who professes to be a saint, who professes not to have made a boatload of errors and mistakes in this lifetime. I have. And my belief is, and my experiences, both personally and professionally, that mistakes are fabulous to make because they're an invitation to learn and to arrive at another state of readiness so that we are prepared to do better in the next breath, with the next encounter, in the next situation. Failure is an opportunity for a comeback. When we fail at something, it is an opportunity to be loving enough to ourselves and kind enough to ourselves to really review why did that fail? What was it that happened? And what is it that we can do on the next round so that we don't land in the same position again? How many times do we see in our own midst people who are... <clears throat> somehow struggling they just don't seem to be able to get off of a negative focus are you running through your mind thinking about the people who are like that who are in your realm or are you sitting there thinking about uh oh I am that person it is so amazing to me, even though I have been a person who has participated in this because it is part of the human condition, it is so cruel, the opposite of kind. It is so cruel for us to be so hard on ourselves that we immobilize our goodness. We immobilize our goodness with negative self-chatter that especially if it's unconscious, leads us into a place where we feel a little bit jittery on the inside and a little nauseated perhaps, and we feel just icky. And then it feels like the room is kind of closing in on us. 
That's anxiety, <clears throat> and it is so cruel. It is a self-induced state that we put ourselves into. It is about a lack of love of self, true love and appreciation of our beautiful, lovely self. It is a lack of kindness extended to our own wonderful, lovely self. It's a lack of faith that we deserve to be that kind of loving and kind to our own self. It's so important, so very important, that in every single one of our relationships, we find ways to love who we are in that relationship, to do our best to represent that, and to give the best of ourselves. Now, by the way, there are times when the kindest and most loving thing that we can do is walk away from a relationship. Walk away from something that is unhealthy, that is uninspired, that is destructive, that is a lose-lose. We can't expect to walk into, even within our own families, we cannot expect to walk into every dynamic and have it be vibrant and healthy. Because we all walk in from different places with different agendas and ideas and perceptions of reality and goals and intentions for what we want out of the situation. But what I do know for certain is that in those moments, when we have the clarity of mind, when our emotions are finally in harmony with our thoughts, we can find a clear path to be able to back out, back off, and leave a relationship, leave it alone, and do it without ultimate cruelty. Think of all the ways in which friendships end, business relationships come to a close, and marriages end. How much money, how much energy, how much time would be saved if people could do that with love and with kindness? Now, that might sound kind of nutty, but I know what I've been able to do in my own personal experiences and professional experiences. <clears throat> I've also witnessed what it is that I can guide people to do in the midst of any one of those situations. And it's not easy. But easy isn't what counts, is it? It's about what's possible, what's achievable. What can we do? In Build the Strength Within, in that theme that I am so absolutely spot on invested in, because just the very act of talking about building your inner strength, stop and think about that for a second. If every day you wake up with the commitment to build the strength within you, you're already getting off to a great start because what you're acknowledging with that statement is that it's already there. And that, by the way, is my core belief. 
the inner strength is already there. But we need to cultivate it and continue to cultivate it and work on it. It's just like a plant. Pick the most beautiful plant or tree or seedling that is in your midst at this very moment. Even if you're having to pull it up on a computer or it's in your mind's eye. If you leave it unattended, it's going to die. It's the same with the human condition. Our spirit and heart and mind, our soul, needs that attention, that nurturing, that beauty, that experience, that connection, that love and that kindness repeatedly. And that's a beautiful thing. And it creates not only a beautiful experience for us in the moment, it also creates a mind and heart that is beauty-filled with memories of how we've behaved, of how we've spoken, of how we have felt. I know the times that I have allowed myself reflective space and I review how I have behaved over the course of my lifetime. I am so much more comfortable when I feel like love and kindness has been a part of it. And that is something to strive for. And none of us get it completely right. 100% of the time because we're still human beings who fall down. I invite you to take a look at Build the Strength Within on my website, drdebcarlin.com. You can do a sneak preview there. You can also travel over to amazon.com and take a look at my author page where you're going to see video clips where I'm talking about build the strength within and giving you a feel for what you're going to be able to do. You'll see the reviews there so you can see what other people have gotten out of this book and this program. And there's 16 videos on the website at drdubcarlin.com that you can watch. There's no fee. They're just there for you that are all about this topic of building your inner strength. Watch and listen, tune in, and make a promise to yourself that you are committed to believing that your inner strength is already present and what you're committed to is cultivating it and cultivating it well. question today is, what's kindness got to do with it? And the answer is everything. Friends, this is your host, Dr. Deb Carlin, hostess of The K-Factor, where K equals kindness and the factors are all the things that lead to it. Have a wonderful, blessed, happy day. And tune in again soon. This is Dr. Deb Carlin.